Founded in 2007, Peace and Sport is still striving for sustainable peace through sport in today's modern world. You're listening to the latest Around the Rings podcast. I'm Nicole Bennett. Peace and Sport makes it a priority to educate young generations in the practice of structured sport and sporting values. This, Peace and Sport hopes, will help foster social stability, reconciliation, and dialogue between communities. Joining us today is Olympic medalist and the president and founder of Peace and Sport, Joel Buzu. So thank you so much for joining me today. I, I mentioned some of Peace and Sport's main objectives just now in my introduction, but can you tell us a little more about Peace and Sport? Yes, I mean, uh, Peace and Sport is anchored uh, in Monaco, which is a neutral country and uh, which is also led by uh, a five-time Olympian who is uh, Prince Albert II. And uh, I think it's very important to say that because uh, it creates immediately a link between uh, the network of the head of states and the network of the uh, federation's leaders. And I've been for 15 years the secretary general of modern pentathlon. So uh, with my colleagues, uh, um, I had uh, uh, really created also a network of uh, people thinking about uh, peaceful sport in general. And the goal of uh, Peace and Sport has been to create this link to to convince government that sport is an investment for uh, sustainable peace, not only a vehicle for promotion through nice competitions or through nice teams with results and so on, and also to convince uh, the sport leaders that they can also be actors for peace, concrete actors for peace. That This has been uh, our goal from the beginning. And um, so I'm very proud to, to say that the, the, the sensitivity to this kind of uh, issues now is uh, has grown up and uh, more and more people join uh, this, this movement. Uh, we, are, we are some of the leaders of this movement, but there are a lot of other people involved now and uh, it is nice to see that. And has 2014 been a good year for peace and sport? Uh, yes, it has been. Maybe you know about uh, the, the day of April 6, which is the International Day of Sport for Development and Peace. As an example, I mean, it has been created uh, by the UN in connection with uh, the IOC, uh, which is uh, an observer to the UN, and we have been uh, very happy to, to be part of that, and in fact to, to create a, a movement through the white card. Uh, you know, um, in some sport you have a you have a yellow card, which is a warning. You have a red card, which is uh, somewhere elimination from from bad behavior. But we have uh, we have created this image of a white card, which is showing first of all it's very easy to do. Second, it is uh, there is a message behind, which is to say sport is a space for dialogue, and sport is neutral by essence, and promoting. Um, dialogue and, and, and this neutrality is even more important than, than sport because it brings the capacity for many people from different religions, from different ethnic groups to, um, to come together and to, to have the possibility to discuss through sport first and concretely after to, to slow down the tensions to, uh, to do that. And uh, in fact, we had, uh, we had more than 500 photos posted on this notion, social network with uh, more than three, 3 million uh, Facebook users this year, with more than 2,000 individual participants on this operation, and uh, we were happy to promote 320 projects worldwide uh, in, uh, in more than 70 countries and in the five continents. So it is really something concrete, uh, concrete uh, contribution we have made through peace through sport uh, in the world, and uh, it's also uh, involving ourselves in uh, in social networks to to spread uh, this message, uh, but also to get uh, to get concrete results, and we will surf on that on that process to reposition uh, our uh, platforms, uh, the communication, and our marketing tools, 
in order to, to get uh, a new target and new audience in the future. So lots to celebrate, but what would you say are Peace and Sports' next challenges ahead? You know, it's uh, first of all, it's uh, to, to continue with uh, the, also the diplomatic uh, approach at the government level through, uh, through Peace and Sport. Uh, we have seen that it has been fantastic despite some tensions which uh, are really happening on the planet today, but to see that the Olympic Games in Russia were really, uh, despite uh, the boycott of several heads of states, but were really a success, and that they could bring a, a general uh, a dialogue through uh, all the countries uh, participating in the world, and, and this has been fantastic. Uh, another um, very important item for us in the future is to be concrete on the ground, and um, the only solution to arrive to that from our perspective is to develop adapted sports. Um, the sports we know, the, the ones which, uh, which are, uh, I mean, organized uh, at the highest level by international federations are fantastic, but if you go to, the, to Mali, for example, it's very difficult to involve the global population to such sports because you need the equipment, because you need sometimes sophisticated uh, facilities, uh, and, uh, and you should not stop because you don't have them, you should not stop because you cannot buy them, you should not st stop because... You cannot import them, and in fact, sometimes when you want to import, you have also corruption at uh, the level of the of uh, importing the, the the material. But if you if you modify a little bit sport with the approval of the international federations, if you organize it in a more simple way, if you can create uh, the equipment from either waste material or recycled material, then you can uh, go further than uh, pilot programs, and you can develop global programs and we are uh, currently uh, starting something in Mali uh, on that. We have created an adapted sport uh, manual which has been um, uh, done in collaboration for the last seven years with uh, uh, more than 50 international federations and uh, this has resulted in a, in a very simple concept about, about sport. It is still sport and uh, that means there is a rule and we can implement this rule of sport where sometimes there is no rule left. Uh, and that's what is important for the, for the kids, to, to attract kids to activities where the rules exist and where despite uh, the different origins they have, uh, despite uh, some of the tensions on the ground, they can still do things together and accept each other mutually. I think that's uh, a chance for disadvantaged countries to, to, to know and to discover that, uh, that peace through sport is possible. And that's one of our challenges and uh, we will be involved in that for the next years. And I know, um, well, actually, my next question was going to be if you could tell us more about the Adapted Sports Manual. Is there anything else you'd like to add, maybe some background on where the idea came from? Well, it's a very uh, very pragmatic idea. Um, how can you transform, for example, uh, a waste ground into a playground? You cannot do it by building a nice track and field stadium. Sometimes you don't have the resources, and very often you don't have the resources. But... Does that mean that you cannot do anything? Uh, no. Uh, there are things which, uh, if you look uh, in a very pragmatic way at the reality of the ground, you can do it. You can practice adapted rugby. You can uh, create uh, table artificial, I mean, uh, table tennis uh, facilities which uh, which are not made of the last uh, for sure equipment. But you can play. You can play with the rule, and that's what is important to gather the people, whatever they are, individual or teams, through a rule. Uh, and with regard to the teams, it's very important also to experiment the mixed teams because if you take mixed teams from, for example, from different uh, ethnic groups or from different religion groups, 
then there is no winner and no loser. Everybody's winning and everybody uh, is losing. Uh, but everybody is playing and is playing with the same rule. And through the sharing of this rule, you set up a dialogue and you lower the tensions. And that's what we want to do, to be close to the local actors by uh, creating these generic um, uh, documents which uh, are very easy to, to implement later on the ground. And that's the reason why this uh, this manual was uh, was created and is, I have to say, has been very well accepted by all the international federations with whom we have been collaborating. And I know Peace and Sport has 82 champions for peace. What is their role in advancing your vision and values for your organization? I would say there are there are several roles, but if you involve, if you uh, if you spend energy, if you spend sometimes even money uh, on the ground to structure sport programs, and the kids do not come to these programs, then you you cannot reach your goal. So when you make uh, the efforts, when you involve the key people to to do that, uh, it's important that the kids join because uh, if they reach structured sports, then they can structure themselves. Um, and the champions uh, who are in general present in the head of the kids. Uh, in their imagination, are fantastic role models to attract them to uh, to these programs. That's our goal. So we have uh, we have people like uh, Novak Djokovic. Uh, he's not only an icon for for tennis; he's a general icon. But uh, uh, if you take Venus Nyongabo, who is uh, the only Olympic champion for Burundi, who is not, uh, for example, known in France, but he has the capacity to attract the kids from Burundi to sport, and that's what is important for us. So um, this kind of of people uh, help us. Uh, they, they are figures which uh, who uh, who talk to the governments also when we address ourselves to the governments, and they are they are role model for the kids, and they have the capacity to attract them to the to the programs we put on, in place, and they they are they are also uh, devoting uh, some time to help us. Sometimes during their career, very often after their career, for example, Pernilla Wiberg. Olympic champion in ski, uh, people like Sergei Bubka, like Peter Carlson in table tennis. We have even some chess player like um, Bertrand Groupier. Uh, his name is Elki on the on the on the circuit. But all these people join us, like Paula Radcliffe. She is a star in uh, in track and field. Wilson Kipketer. These people help us to attract the kids, and uh, that's that's something very important. Uh, without this, uh, we could not, for example, give the same importance to the French. Games, uh, which link now Burundi, Rwanda, and uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and we we will not have the same uh, impact. Uh, and they they help us um, to do that because um, I mean there would be no sport if there would be uh, these athletes and these stars. So we are going to to continue uh, strengthening the the role of these uh, of these people because they are not champions only for them, but they are champions for the example. They are champions who can give back to society, and that's what is important for me. So you've mentioned some of the 82 champions um, for peace and sport are athletes. Why is it important to involve athletes in the, in the movement and the organization? They are the stars of sport. Uh, they are the ones who have the credibility um, in, in the media uh, through uh, to the performance that they have achieved. And uh, it's clear that um, we talk about role models. Uh, you know, role models can be positive, role models can be negative. We have seen this, uh, for example, at the end of the of the 30s, that role models could be negative. But role models can be positive. And we try to select all the positive role models for sport and um, and bring them, give them the light to um, to be the stars of our of our programs, of our platform, 
so that they can uh, also communicate their ethics, their values, their example to uh, all the kids we want to attract to the programs. Uh, there also starts for the people involved at the level of the ground, the educators. Their message is much stronger when it is also carried by champions. Uh, but, you know, we, we can also gather them all together. Like uh, last weekend in Monaco, we had a lot of them uh, working for the, 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 the children's rights. This, uh, this UN uh, also involved in, in uh, event and uh, they, they can uh, really uh, be uh, fantastic ambassadors for, for our values. Well, thank you for speaking with me today. Again, that was Olympic medalist and the president and founder of Peace and Sport, Joel Bouzou. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter. This is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.